Well, Frankie Stockdale was down on the list yesterday and we just missed each other. And I said to Frankie via text, I said, if your horse wins again, we'll get you on on Friday's show. So here we are because the horse did win again last night at the Pakenham program. And this is a really good story about horses backing up within a day and then a few days later winning again. So I'm talking about Desert Moon by Pride of Dubai, the same sire as the horse we just spoke about, Desert Lightning, one of the guns in New Zealand. So 43 starts, six wins, nine seconds, three thirds. Prize money's now up to close to 200,000, but one at Hanging Rock on Australia Day, one the next day, Mowie, and then one last night at Pakenham, one by a space. Um, big margin at Hanging Rock, too, the first of the wins, eight. So <laughs> joining us is Frankie Stockdale. How are you, Frankie? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. All's well. Mm, I yeah. remember you were in Queensland for a while, and this horse actually won a couple of races in Queensland in the bush, Jabai Moon. Yeah, that's right. He broke his maiden up at Tans. Really couldn't win one down here. Won a maiden at Tans, and then he went out to Long Reach and won out there, and then went to Junda and uh, won a race at Junda. There's so, Junda. Junda's out to us. Yeah, the long reach, and there's a sign there anyway. And when you get there, it says Birdsville, what not, you know, up the road too. So it's out in the middle of nowhere, you know. Emma Bell Road that particular day. Yeah, yeah, Emma Bell Road. She won on him both times out there in the bush. And uh, it was bloody a yeah, real good trip, real good trip. Good meetings too. Yeah. Yeah, long reach and Junda, bloody top, top shows they yeah. put on out there. And he wasn't that expensive when you bought him originally? Just over 30 grand? Yeah, 30,000 would be. Yeah, 30,000 would be. It was dear enough if he was no good, though. Isn't that? <laughs> That's true. It's easy for me to say that. 30,000 is a lot of money to a lot of people. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't seem much, but it's hard to get hold of. That's true. Which sale did you find him at? No, it was a classic sale in Sydney. Okay. And what, what, what was it about him? Was it more on type or breeding? Yeah, he just told me, actually walked past his box and just by seeing his horse and his head and he just had a bloody magnificent looking head on him and bloody... Uh, just kept looking at him and they're going back to him and one of the blokes had him and they said, get him out, have a look at him. So I said, yeah, right, I get him out, have a look at him and I just liked him and he went for the right money. So I bought him just on yeah, just by looking at his type, that's all it was. So Frankie, let's go back to Australia Day at Hanging Rock. It was a heavy track. He led one by eight for Aaron Lynch who was on last night for another victory. Uh, was it always your plan if he was successful there to then go to Mowie the next day? Well, I, just, I had him accepted for both just to see which one looked the best race for him, you know. And uh, so he's in at both, and um, he won so good at Hanging Rock, and he pulled up a treat. Like he went, didn't go around in the morning, had a look at him, and that's what he's freaking good as gold. So we sent him around again, and he pulled up enormous from that. And what, yes, he, before the races, he was just that well, I couldn't believe how well he was. So that's what, you know, made up my mind to just run him again, you know. He just pulled up so good. So that was, that's the end of the story. Yeah, and heavy track, Hanging Rock, good track at Maui the next day. Last night it was a good track at Pakenham. Yeah, as I said, well, he's one on out in the dirt tracks out, out in the middle of Queensland. You know, pretty hard surface out down dirt. No problems. He just goes on anything, you know. So what? You just wait. You, you go on the feed bin a bit with him, you know. If he cleans up the tucker, you send him around. Yep. That's the old way, mate. They're smashing their feed and licking the bin. Yet there's nothing wrong with them, you know. They're good as gold. You know, if they leave their tucker, we got to ease up on them, you know. They're, they're, you know, knock them around a little bit. But they're licking the bin yet, you know, they're hundred percent. Yeah, like I often question trainers, you know, when a horse is backing up within the space of a week. But here's a horse that's won three in less than a week. Yeah, well, you can't, you know, you can't do it with every horse. Every horse is different, but um, you've got to read the play. Know your horse, and once they're hard fit, like he's hard fit, he's, been, he's done more miles than Bergen Wills, you know. He's fit as you can get him, and he's thriving. He's loving it. He's, 
you go around tonight if you want to leave him too. That's how we, how we pulled up. Well, I was actually looking to see if you had him in anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling I haven't got him in bloody tomorrow or something. He's that well. But anyway, you'll go around next week. So well, he? Most likely. Yeah. yeah, most likely. So what rating is he? So he won a 52 on the Friday on Australia Day. Then he won a 0 to 58 the next day at Maui. And then last night it was a 0 to 64. So where's his rating sit now? What do you tackle next with him? That was 2,500 oh, last that. night. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. I'll answer him for everything, but he'll, he'll most likely he'll all go well. He could go around the next bloody Thursday night, possibly in a benchmark 64, you know, 2,500 again. We'll enter and have a look and see how we go from there, you know. And this jockey's had a good week. Aaron Lynch, he rode that winner for Robbie Lang on Wednesday. Hey, Fat Cat. Yeah, no, he's a very underrated rider, Lynch. He's what he's in, uh, he rides a lot of Brumbies and gets the cash on him pretty much. And if you put him on a good horse, he'd ride as good as the good ones, you know. Very, very, you know, very good rider. He just doesn't get the opportunities a lot of them, you know. There's a lot of them like it. He's a good rider, Lynch. Yeah, who owns this particular horse? Obviously, you're a part owner of Dubai Moon, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, no, it's freaking me. I own him. My uncle's in him. And some good mates of mine are in him, just people I know. And, uh, yeah, top bunch of people, real good folks and ladies and everything. And bloody, um, you couldn't get any better owner. Who's your uncle then, the horse? Uh, Des Dietz. Yeah. He's he got a heap of bloody good grains in the stable at the moment. Trains of dogs, good dogs too. Yeah. I know one of the Douchers was instrumental in your career in the early days, helping yeah, you. Yeah, my uncle, too. My uncle, that was Alan Douch. Uh, yeah, he, 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 I was apprenticed to him, and um, he died not that long ago, or a couple of years ago now, I suppose, that he died for bugger. Yeah, I read a couple of articles about you this morning. It says here, one of the quotes was, you could ride as soon as you could walk. Of course, your dad, Bill Stockdale, was a great horseman. Frankie? Yeah, no, we're all been, we've been brought up with horses. Our dad used to break in horses, and we've been riding, you know, breakers and race horses since we were young as buggery, you know. So it's just bloody how we're brought up and uh, battles away, and that's it, mate, you know. We're just all the same. Yeah, of course, you you did a bit of rodeo and, and breaking in, obviously, throughout your career. Oh, I just had it always breaking horses, but I just went around the radio just for for a little bit, just for something different, you know, a bit of a muck around for a little bit when I was younger, just, you know, something different, that was about it, there was no star at that, but you had a crack at it, you know. And you did a bit of fighting and boxing as well, tell me about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I was young, fella too, did that too, you know, just the way we were all brought up back them days, and um, just fighting, bloody football and everything, we've done a bit of everything, you know, so that's it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, of course you were very light as a young fellow, but weight caught up with you um, when you were about seventeen. Yeah, yeah, it was the time I was a jockey. As people know, I was an apprentice jockey, and well, he won a lot of races in a very short time, and more or less retired when I was seventeen. And started riding over jumps from then on, you know. So I was a jump jockey at seventeen, and that was it, mate. You know. One horse I do remember you won a Grand National on was. Um, course called Tennessee Blue. Tell me about that day because it was a day that was very eventful because you nearly got knocked out, did you, the race prior? That's right, that's right, yeah. Tennessee Blue, good horse, uh, Jim Orland training, got the call out of the blue to ride him and um, he got the job done for the race before and, you know, got knocked out cold on this bloody horse in a steeplechase there. In these days, they wouldn't let you ride, but I was freaking, you know, staff and I said, no, I've got, they didn't want me to ride. I said, no, I've got to ride this thing, it'll bloody win, you know, so I've got to ride it and Anyway, when I went in the mountain yard, I seen bloody double still. Couldn't see properly. I thought, Jesus Christ, I wonder if I can get off this thing now, you know, because I'm still not right. But as soon as we jumped out of the gate, so I was freaking good as gold. One easy, you know. Yeah. How did you pick up the ride? Well, yeah, Nick Patton, good rider too, good mate of mine. He, he was riding with Jim at the time, and 
he got beat on it or I think one on it, but it hit the last or something pretty hard. And he thought, you must have been too happy about something. So he took him off, and I didn't know. I thought I must have been riding the second stringer or something. You know? Anyway, I think he got the sack after that. Or just got the call and got the ride on him. That was it, you know. Yeah, how many races? I actually, I've got it here. He won nine from thirty-one by, and he's actually—I don't know if you realise—a Queensland-bred horse uh, by yeah, Semi Palatins. That's him. That's him. Yeah, well, well-bred horse, real well-bred. I think he went back to oh, Justinia's breed, mate. I'm not sure. He's, he's well-bred horse up yeah. there. Anyway, he's actually a full relation to a Perth Cup winner called Palacious Tennessee that's, Blue. That's him. That's him. That's him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, other good horses you rode over the jumps, and how long did you ride for over the jumps? Oh, the rate on and off. I was always too heavy for that caper too. I only used to ride through the winter in the big races, and that was it. I won, I won the national steeple for Pat Hall and, and um, Best Endeavours, and so they were the biggest ones in national hurdle and national steeple, you know. That was it, and uh, that's it. But, uh, yeah, I didn't win the Hiskins. That's another big one that I didn't get around to winning that one, and they. I don't even run that one no more, which is disappointing. So we would have liked to try and claim the winner of that, because we couldn't win it as a rider. They haven't even got it no more. Which, back to JJ Houlihan, in your opinion, if you were to sum up you know, his career, which is just incredible, what, what made him such a good jumps trainer? Well, well I only knew him like, you know, when he was older and all that, but when I did have a couple of rides for him, they got the cash and... He knew his horse and what no other trainer I rode for. He just knew exactly what they would do in the run. Well, you tell you what they do and they just do it. And you think, man, well, when Tennessee Blue used to be a, a leader, pull hard, you know, pretty fierce going horse. And when I rode in the Nationals, he said, just bounce out, do nothing on this horse. And I just lobbed out and he just hang, you know, poked around on the end of the buckle, you know, just cruised around, camping around, beautiful. It relaxed so good. He just knew his horse was inside out. And not many do, you know. You just knew exactly what that horse would do. And he's done it, you know. Yeah, what was his best horse? Do you remember JJ Houlihan? He had so many good ones. Oh, he had so many good ones. Yeah, could, couldn't name the best one he had. I wouldn't have a clue, you know. Really, but he had some bloody good horses. Yeah. Real good horses. Yeah. And Frankie, obviously you spent a long time away from racing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, that was a bit of time away here, you'd say. Yeah. And son Brandon, Brandon hasn't ridden for some period of time. Yeah, no, too heavy. Too heavy, mate. He waked on him as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a handy rider, but Wake got the better of him, and there he's, he's, um, he's still poking around here with me at the moment. Brought the few horses, with a few gals, and so on. Would he ride yeah. over the jumps one day? Nah, probably not. I don't know. You can do what he wants, you know. I mean, no problems, but I don't know. The jumps racing, like, you know, in my opinion, it's not, it's not like the old days, you know. Put it that way. Why do you say that? What do you mean, Frankie? Oh, well, I only go for a short time of the year now. Like, in my time, it went all year round. Nothing stopped. It kept going, and there was races on all the time. Oak Bank, they haven't even got Oak Bank in, in South Australia anymore. They stopped that. They used to get 100,000 there over the weekend. The biggest carnival you've ever seen. Magnificent. Everyone loved it. All of a sudden, bang, they just stop it, you know? Like, ridiculous. And then I've got this horse of mine that's winning now. As soon as he won at Hanging Rock, I said, geez, I'd like to take him to Oak Bank. This horse would be a good horse around there. Not on no more, you know? They've stopped a lot of things, even the, the Nationals and that. Renner Flemington, that's where they should be. Now they're gone. They're up at bloody Ballarat, you know? Way out the back of up there. Just they've changed everything around. I reckon it's, for the better. it's not for the better at all. It's great, in my opinion. It's yeah. more opinion that 
regular, regular job. And the jumps have changed too, the shape of them, yeah, the height. The, yeah, the, the jumps have changed. They spread out that far. They get you in the freaking jump race. They're that far apart. You know, they used to have doubles and triples, and it was good to watch, you know. But these days, it's just they're all over the joint, you know. I don't, you know, still don't agree with it at all. But, you know, a lot of people be blowing about that because they reckon they're right and I'm wrong, but anyway, that's your opinion, more opinion. Yeah. Steve the Pateman. Old, the old way's the best way. The old way's always the best way. They want to get these new inventions. Not my guy. The old bloke's new what they're doing, and that's it. Yeah. Steve Pateman, I wonder how far away he is. Yeah, I've got no idea, mate. I don't mm. know where he is. Yeah. And I uh, see so you won a race recently with a horse called the Cruiser, and I see you've got him in at the uh, at a place called Woolamai on the weekend. The weekend, yeah, the picnic, yeah, it's a picnic meeting in Woolamai, but it's, that's a, that's what it is. It's a picnic meeting, so bloody not much money, but a great day racing. I'd rather go there and try and win a race and go anywhere else. Really, it's a proper old-fashioned race meeting, big crowd, plenty of bookmakers. Great day, you know. Hangy Rock was the same as what. Going back a hundred years, there's that many people there, and there's bookmakers everywhere. Everyone was having a ball, you know. Had a normal race meeting, and there's hardly anyone about that. You know, it's a little different. Got to get back to the old days, get plenty of people and good fun, good atmosphere. Yeah, he was you inexpensive. Know? The cruiser, he's won six forty thousand. Yeah, he was about forty thousand. Yeah, yeah, forty thousand. Yeah, he's actually half brother of that good horse, Gerald Ryan, trains that when the. You know, he's running all them big sprints and that new, well, I his name starts with M, it's Boy Maurice, he's a real good sprinter, top class sprinter. Hard double him, he was. Okay. He's not I'll as good as him, no, but anyway. Chatelaine is the mayor, I have to look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's pretty, he's mm. got a good half away from anyway. Well, congratulations. As I said, um, you know, we don't often see it and it's a bit unique and uh, we'll send the horse around again and hopefully leads and bolts in again. That's what we're trying to do, don't worry Has about that. Has that always been his pattern over the, you know, to roll nah, along like that? No, nah, I used to get back amongst them a bit and poke along behind them and try and finish it off and that, you know. But um, he, he wasn't trying to, uh, so anyway, it was just uh, when he's heading to the front, we was hanging rock there that day and uh, he just loved it out there, so we just need to do it again, you know. That's it, just keep it roll. That's it. Thanks for joining us. No worries, mate. Good job. Good on you, Marzu's the horse you were thinking of. Is it Marzu or not? That's, that's the name, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Probably, yeah. Yeah, actually, headways from that same mare, uh, yeah. Chatelaine, yeah. headway. Yeah, and a few others. Yeah, that's the one. You yeah. needed that one. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Frankie. Good on you, mate. See ya. Yeah, Frankie Stockdale talking about a horse that did it again. The three wins within the space of a week, bolting in last night.